In the immortal words of Frank Kumasoto, study and grow strong. This is Road Warrior Outlaw. Yeah, it's me again. Um, I was reading some stuff, and I had a comment sitting out there for one of the responses to the website, FrontGGCast.com, who hosts my my web, my uh, podcast. And on the website, they were talking about, I uh, had a comment from Derek, the guy who used to do uh, Manicast, if I recall correctly. And he says, well, in response to episode number 30, yeah, so Derek was talking about, he was responding to my episode number 30 of mine, uh, regarding the PTQ of Lowen and how the average size is expected, and then we ended up with like a, almost close to 100 people at that PTQ in Denver. And he said, wow, I wish I could go to PTQs that only had 60 people in them, because quite a few de- quite a few of the PTQs in Denver has between 60 and 80 people. And it's like, yeah, I guess east of the Mississippi is considerably different in that respect than it is to west of the Mississippi. Uh, for instance, a lot of PTQs in Denver average around 60 to 80 people. Now, if you wanted looking for a small number of people in a PTQ, you'd really want to travel down to the southwest, especially uh, New Mexico and or Oklahoma in particular, because they both, those two places regularly average between 30 and 40 people in a PTQ. I've had a friend of mine down there tell me of more than one PTQ he's attended, which had approximately 24, 25 people in it, if I recall correctly, down in Oklahoma City. So I was like, yeah, I've I've been tempted a few times just to make the drive down there to compete in a PTQ because of the uh, earned value for PTQ slot. Um, However, now that they've given away the actual airline tickets at those events, their attendance has grown a little bit, so they're back up to like 40-something now, or close to to 40. Same with uh, New Mexico. In fact, uh, last weekend, the weekend I originally wanted to go take a trip to Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, Brett Piazza and Paul Bradford, myself, Kevin Moynihan, Dan, Daniel Kaufman, Steve Galinda, and I think one other person had all planned to uh, make the trip from them, from some of them being Denver, some of them being College Springs, and hitting a, a great big Saturn SUV, busting down to uh, New Mexico, Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico for a BDU. Uh, I couldn't make it because the last minute plans got ruined by uh, my future ex-wife. I ain't going to go into that, though. So, maybe just going to say, those who went down there, there was, ended up being five of them in the end, taking the SUV down. Uh, Brett Piazza and Paul, Brad, Paul Bradford both went 4-0-2 in the Swiss, made top eight, drafted. Bradford had an insane deck of merfolks, including Squig and all the other good ones. Unfortunately, he had to play against Brett, who happened to draft uh, Thunderscape, a, a big Thunderscape elemental guy and three of the cheap searchers for elementals, and in the end, Bradford's deck couldn't do anything with such a big flyer. He comes out quick, and he lost to Brett. And because of the way the pairings broke out, they had to play each other, which was kind of unfortunate, because it would have been nice that at 4-0-2, you'd think they both had been separate brackets, not been in the same bracket, but oh well. And then Brett gets completely smashed in the uh, semifinals by, by just a better deck, because... But Brett even admitted that his deck was actually subpar. He just happened to have the one creature and three tutors for it that Paul could not deal with, and that Paul does. And Brett even admitted that Paul had the best deck in the draft by far, hands down the best deck, and he should have swept the uh, Swiss or swept the uh, the draft portion, the single elimination for the slot. But you know, luck be it, Brett happened to have three tutors for the one card that, that Paul had no way to deal with. So. Lost in the game. But, you know, that brings us to the point where I was getting at was, is Albuquerque regularly has about a 40 personish or so PTQ, basically a six-round PTQ. Uh, I know a lot of people on the East Coast have to fight nine, sometimes even ten rounds for PTQ. 
Um, I imagine that's probably true down on the in the Florida area too, most likely. But definitely in the north northeast for sure. And the other downside, the other side of that is like, well, what is the smallest PTQ you've ever heard of or seen? I've been tempted on more than one occasion actually for formats that I really liked and the pro tours that I really wanted to go to to buy an airline ticket to Alaska to compete in their PTQ up there that they always have that regularly has between twelve and twenty participants. How would it, how nice would it be to walk into a 16-person tournament when you're a master of a particular format and you know that the competition up there is not very solid at a PTQ and you're only like one of like a you know a dozen or so people that are fighting for the PTQ slot that includes a free airline ticket. I've been tempted a few times to hit that that two or three hundred dollar airline ticket to make that trip and and roll the dice on that on the odds of that. Now. The other side of the thing is like, all right, now it's got me thinking. If the Midwest regularly has 144 to 100 to 200 people, particularly in the or in the Ohio area, or maybe Kansas even, I'm not sure about Kansas, but definitely Ohio and Chicago, they have about between 150 to 200 people. What would be, what's the biggest PTQ you've ever heard of as well? I know the biggest one I enrolled in was around, if I don't remember the exact number, but it was around 560. And it happens to be the, it happened to be a PTQ that was being held on the Saturday, coinciding with Pro Tour Mites in 97 when uh, me and some of my friends all took the trip out to Germany for Pro Tour Mites. Um, yeah, I, that was an extended, that was the original format extended season. I was playing four color pox back then and uh, with Dark Rituals and, and uh, Hymn to Turok, original Dual Land, Urnum Jin, Juggernaut, Mistress Factories, Pox, Hip, Fighting Bolt in that deck. But yeah, it had 560 some odd people on it and that was ridiculous fighting 10 rounds or 11 rounds. I think it was 10 rounds if I remember correctly. It was 10 rounds for a BTQ slot. It was a two slot or two. It wasn't. But that was back then when all the... Yeah, all BTQs back then were still all two slots. Now they're all one slots. And I've been to a few other events that have been over 200 people as well. Both grinders for nationals and for PTQs. And I've been into a couple of Grand Prix that have had as much as uh, 800 and some odd people in it. Looking forward to the possibility of I, I I cannot go to New York as much as I want to go to New York I can't go to New York can't afford it with Christmas and everything else going on and just dragging out the divorce and blah 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 so you know tough luck I have to sacrifice something because of the time of year and it's time is going to be my I've yet never been to Worlds so I can't afford to make that trip right now however I'm going to work my tail off to scrape the money together for Grand Prix Vancouver in February and Grand Prix Philly in March. I'm pretty sure my monetary situation will be a whole lot better by then. I've gotten my uh, first raise of the year at that point from my, my job, too. Um, I'm actually now working on my 11th year working for LC Wright. It's uh, www.lc com. We're actually looking for a number of uh, people who like to do computer programming, game programming, uh, various other computer-related skills, particularly programming. My company uh, specializes in uh, military-based game development software at in Colorado Springs and out at, and other similar, though not game-specific, software development pro- projects for the military in Washington, D.C., and soon to be in Huntsville, Alabama, for about ready to my understanding is they're getting close to having the uh, third office opened up in Alabama now. So, but if you ever want to, side note, if you want to looking for a job and you want to become a computer programmer and maybe even work on game simulations for the military, uh, send F, send an email with your uh, resume to frhines at lcwrighth.com and reference that, you, uh, that I sent you. You know, because I wouldn't mind having the uh, $1,000 referral bonus. Anyway, that was a sidetrack. 
So I'm going to get my bonus in the end, beginning of this year. I'm also going to have, I think, a couple less bills now that I've gotten some things paid off, and my car insurance will be pretty much paid off at that point as well. So I think I should be sitting in an okay position that I can make two fairly cheap trips to, to Grand Prix, in which I'll be no doubt driving to. I doubt I'll be able to afford an airplane ticket, but it's very likely that me and a couple other people I know who are all going to work on Extended here at my house on the Thursday night test sessions, our group here. There's going to be about four of us who are all working on making that trip, and between four to six of us, we can make a pretty cheap Grand Prix trip that's about 1,000 to 1,200 to 1,500 mile drive. So we're going to be working on those. Those two, those Grand Prix are both extended. The PTQ season from January through March happens to also be extended. So we have three major chances to qualify for the Pro Tour Hollywood, which happens to be standard, and who would love to go to Hollywood? Everyone raise your hand and hang out at Hollywood. So I'm going to make some serious effort to make those three, to make the trips to those two Grand Prix, um, knowing I have to sacrifice the trip to World this year to do it. Oh, I'm looking good. Those I'm expecting to be close to a 1,000 people to show up at. That would be great. Oh, as an addendum to that, I was wrong about the out, uh, attendance for Albuquerque. It was, in fact, exactly 64 people showed up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And thanks to Watsi making the change now where they can now post, or they are now posting the attendance numbers for PTQs. So I went back and looked at them. Denver, we had 106 people in attendance. In North Carolina, was 101 people. California, L.A., California, had 136. Kentucky had 97. Texas had 105. Wichita had 84. Some other places, like Madison, Wisconsin, had 191 people. Nevada had 90. Oklahoma City actually had 72 for once, surprisingly. Virginia had 87. Missouri had 125. Vancouver had 121. Daytona, Florida had 228, etc., etc., etc. But the big surprise in my opinion, was the Manitoba had 43 people to show up with their PTU, but that's not the big surprise. The big surprise is Arkansas. Arkansas isn't that incredibly far, I didn't think, from either the Midwest or from the South. They had a total of 33 people show up with their PTQ, and it's so far the, far, it's so far the definite low for turnout in the season. Let's check the map real quick on Google to see how far that is away from here. From Colorado Springs to Arkansas is 948 miles, so definitely a solid, solid day or two driving. Probably a bit much for traveling, and that's the that's going through to Kansas, to Salina, Kansas, and down Oklahoma City and over. So yeah, but it's right there next to Oklahoma City. Anyways, I found that was kind of surprising. So now there's a decision that was made several years ago that I think now over time, and another decision followed by it last year that now has. Over time, about 10 years ago, they decided, maybe it was like 8 years ago, they decided to reduce the number of slots at PTQs from 2 people down to 1 people in order to better control the size of the number of participants that show up at a given Pro Tour. Generally, they kept about the number, same number of qualifiers per area at that point. Uh, really, Colorado was getting one about 1 every 6 to 8 weeks, 2 per season pretty much, of qualifiers. At two slots each. It gave four people from each region in the U.S. slots for the PDQ, for the pro tours. Coincidentally, it followed up by lower participation of U.S. players per capita in the pro tours, and we saw the emergence of European and uh, Japanese dominance about a year about a year later after that. So I'm thinking. So one of the decisions I disagreed with originally is making all PTQs one slot, only one winner. What it does is lower the representation of U.S. players in the pro tour. And it also made it a lot harder for people, especially in densely populated areas with high turnouts for PTQ numbers, to get the good players qualified and have that opportunity to become a star on a pro tour. 
like Paul, for instance, Bradford, here locally, he is top-aided something like 18 or 19, 19 or 20 events now, yet he's never earned himself a slot to the Pro Tour. He's got the fitness to prove that he can do it. He just can't seem to get that whatever it is, that last piece. Bad luck always seems to strike at the wrong time. In my case, I, I have a tendency to be outdrawn a lot, just in a game. In Magic, it's not nearly as, as prevalent as it is, say, poker, but I just have I have deck-drawing problems occasionally. Bradford, for whatever reason, just seems to lose at the wrong time against worst possibility. But back to the point I was getting at is I think Watsi needs to readdress the idea of either their decision they made last year, which was reduce the number of PTQs in the U.S. in half, or readdress the idea of why PTQs only offer one slot, period, in the story. It's, it's the population, the number of players in the U.S. has now dropped on the Pro Tour to the point where really you have to pretty much gravy train it through qualifying somewhere and then run around the world on the Grand Prix in order to stay eligible to play on the Pro Tours. You have to earn Pro Tour points to be able to do it now. That's pretty much the primary way to stay on the Pro Tour or to get on the Pro Tour. You can't do It's not as easy as it is to just arbitrarily win a qualifier, especially in high population centers like the East Coast or upper New England area, Boston, New York, somewhere in Florida, Texas, California. Those areas which have huge number of turnouts. Having only one qualifier per season from those areas and one PTQ winner, basically, we're never going to see the U.S. return to any kind of level of dominance at this point unless we, you know, follow Paul Chion's path to victory this year, which was uh, after he earned himself a couple of invites, he uh, proceeded to run the Grand Prix circuit and got himself pretty much gravy trained at that point. That's really the best way to get on the Pro Tour now and really the only viable way to do it in a realistic sense. I think the powers that be at Watsi need to readdress or reconsider why they cut the number of PTQ slots in half along with offering airline tickets at about the same time because it's really hurting the U.S. turnout when it comes to the pro-level magic. Granted, PTQs are still, or PT, the pro tours themselves are still running around 300 or 400 people, but in all reality, at this point, we should be seeing level, we should be seeing 500-person events of those, those, so. And so that I don't just sound like I'm bitching about a problem that I don't like, here's some potential solutions to this problem, or ways to at least implement the idea of having two slots again in a PTQ if we aren't going to go back to this, the number of PTQs we used to previously have. We could have a runner-up slot. Basically, this guy who gets second place in a PTQ, gets invited to the Pro Tour, but does not get the benefits of travel award, of anything revolving how to get to the Pro Tour, or how to, or flight, stay, hotel, etc. No monetary benefit. He just has an invite. So if he so chooses, the second place person could go to the Pro Tour on his own dime and participate. I think that's a simple solution, and we keep the current number of qualifiers It'll at least give good players a second opportunity to qualify for the Pro Tour in their, in their respective areas. Another idea we could do, if Wazi did not like that, was you could earn points in a season. So each PTQ season, if you're going to travel from place to place to try and hit the qualifiers and not just a Grand Prix, you could offer points. And say a top eight slot is worth, a top eight is worth one, and a second place finish is worth like four. And you can set it up so that if you could acquire, say, five or more, points or three top eights in a season, you should then qualify for the Pro Tour that that season feeds into. Say, for instance, I go to Lincoln, 
Mexico, Utah, and Denver. Three of those four events, I top eight. But I failed to win. I made a lot of effort, a lot of money, a lot of dedication to try to qualify for that particular season. I think I should feel like through proven effort of being able to get three top eights, I should be at least given a consolation invite at that point to the Pro Tour. I think the idea could give merit or at least some kind of point structure so that, say, each top eight earns you some number of points, each position in the top eight or whatever, and you get, like, X number of points either in a season or maybe in a year if they want to go that far, earns you a, a, a PTQ slot that you can use. Another idea is they could undo the change they made two years ago or a year ago and revert the number of PTQs back to the normal set we've had for 10 years, which was, or plus, which was basically two per season for each each major region and one per season for places like Alaska, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, etc. If we go back to that system we had before, it at least will give the good players a, a, a fighting chance to qualify for the Pro Tour without having to go and hit the Grand Prix circuit everywhere. Now, I'm not, I have nothing against the Grand Prix circuit. I think it's a great structure. I think it's an awesome structure. I think it needs to be looked at and, and actually used quite a bit by more of the players. Maybe even increasing the number of qualifiers in, in, or the number of uh, GPs that take place in a season. I remember one year we had like 40 GPs, and now we're down to 12 in a year. You know, there, there was a point where we had more GPs, more PTQs, more slots available, so those who wanted to get on the gravy train could. Same with, there used to be, we had, one year we had seven pro tours in it. Now we're down to four. Not sure what the budget cutbacks were, but, you know, if they want to make the pro tour gravy train feasible for some small percentage of players, at least make it available to all the players to make that effort to get to the feasible level. Make it available so that all players of all levels have a, have a viable shot at earning the right to enjoy the, the players club and or pro tour itself and not make it exclusively just the people who can make the Grand Prix trips around the world and earn themselves points for the Pro Tour Club player, the Pro Player levels for the gravy train. There needs to be a little bit more openness to the Pro Tour than there is right now. More people need to be able to, to earn the right to play on a Pro Tour and experience it for themselves.